Yo, it's your boy Steven Yan. And today I'm with Eva Young. And we're gonna like talk about stuff. And also welcome to the Yan Man podcast. So Eva, you're like you're like chilling, right? <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and it's really great. Yo, actually, you've actually listened to some of my stuff. Yeah, I listened to your podcast with Jonas and it was like, I was like, he actually agreed to that. And that's like pretty cool because like most adults don't really agree to do like youth led podcasts. So yeah, and he's a really cool dude too. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's awesome. I kind of miss him though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But it's all good though. I mean, his, his youth worker is pretty good. The one that replaced him. He's awesome. What do you want to talk about today? Yo, I want to talk about, like, two things, actually, that we want to learn. It's, like, the Strathcona Interactive and BC Youth Council. Um, the Strathcona Interact Club. What do you want to know about it? Like, how'd you even make it? Like, how did that become a thing, yo? <laughs> um, at first, it kind of started off, of course, like, uh, a lot of like different struggles within like um, starting something new, right? And um, especially within like the Strath community because um, it's like two years prior to like when I started it, there was a lot of like volunteer and community engagement as like you probably seen as like someone who also went to Strath, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there used to be like a really base, good, really foundation of volunteer. And like through changes of like, I don't know, like management within like youth workers and also like other stuff that happens within like a community, like um, some common themes like gentrification, if you know what that means. Um, and so through that, it kind of like affected that youth kind of, you know, engagement. And so I wanted to start something new and it was really hard at first to even like book a room. It took me like six months to like book a room and like, I think it was just like, yeah. Like, was it because of COVID or just because it's busy? No, it was prior to COVID. Um, it was more like, um, more of like management people, and they didn't understand like how important youth, like youth led, and how it like really shapes the community and how much youth are involved. And I think the meaning of Strath just got like really lost with like you know just trying to do it for the sake of doing things because like you could go to any other community center but like this one within like also like the downtown east side it's a really different community and you have to go in with a different kind of perspective and I think like that within the people they lost that aspect so I think like they just like thought it wasn't really a priority but you know I don't I don't know their perspective um so I try to do it through the community center route um, in like starting like a lot of what community centers have are like youth councils. Um, so trying to do that, which is like going like basically going to the path that everyone else was trying to do. Uh, but through that, when we hit the pandemic, it kind of just like saved us in a way where it's like, oh, we got to really kind of like sit down and figure out our stuff because the community center wasn't allowing us to be online. Online? Yeah. They didn't allow, like, youth programs to be online. But, like, 
that community center didn't even recognize us as a youth group anyways they just kind of used us as like not like child labor but like when you need volunteers like youth are like the best options for for getting volunteers right oh yeah for sure yeah they just used you like that uh they didn't use us like that but like I would say it's like it didn't really fit with like kind of what I thought a youth kind of whatever it wa- whatever I wanted it to be like what my vision was back then what was your vision just like youth doing stuff for the community right but doing it like through their own projects right yeah like all youth-led kind of projects and also things that actually like change the community instead of just like community events like garbage cleanups or anything but actually like things that focus on big topics like gentrification and how like culture ties into the community and like all these aspects that what we're doing now today as our interact club um that was my vision um so like through the pandemic then we kind of like shifted towards what an interact club is so the idea came up from one of my mentors her name is Mitra um she kind of um and also Ron Suzuki who is also like two key players in the Strath community um they they've been involved with the Strath community for like a really long time so the interact club really just like fit in because it allowed us to do a lot more and also get a support from Rotary, which is the sponsoring club. So it really like just allows you to just do whatever you want, but also have like an umbrella under with like waivers and stuff. So you don't have to be connected with the community and you just need like a space to have your meetings. And then you can like essentially do whatever you kind of want to build the interact club to be. And it's all youth, right? Yeah, it's all youth ages like 12 to... 12 to 18, I believe, is, like, the age range. It was, like, kind of, like, a youth council. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, what, what projects have you done so far? Because, like, I've seen, like, um, on Instagram, you guys have, like, a toy drive or something like that. Like, the neighborhood and, like, Stamps, Strathcona, and I believe the downtown east side as well, right? Yeah, so when people think of our Interact Club, they kind of just think, like, oh, this club is only for the Strathcona people, the Strathcona students. But it's not necessarily just for the Strath, like, community. Like, a lot of our members didn't go to Strath or, like, you know, they go to Britannia Secondary. Um, that's what I That's what I think of the, of the club, actually. Yeah, that it's kind of like, oh, it, like, I, I did consider a name change at one point. But I think it really just, like, sticks to kind of where we come from. And, like, Strath is our starting point in how we can use Strath, which is a community that has been affected a lot through the years, and how can we bridge the relationships between other communities? Because I remember Strath being like, oh, anybody. It, Strath was like, the community itself is not just for Strath people. A lot of other people came um, from other communities, and that's what the Strath community actually meant. Like, that was the meaning of the Strath community, where it's like, other communities can also connect and like that's why I kind of kept the name and then so through that it kind of gave us a purpose in our toy drive and how we wanted to kind of help people in the community because I did a lot of other projects with other groups where we focused on like different like other groups as well like elderly we did 
card making for elderly. Like I've done the street store. Like those are a lot of different other demographics and other different groups. So when the kind of project proposed for like younger kids that are out of school uh, within the downtown east side, I think that was like really important. And also like as someone who also like received hampers as like when they were younger, I don't know if you received campers like through toys from school, but like that's why we wanted to do this toy drive. Oh yeah, who was donating though? Did you donate or like the toys or like something? Um, so this law firm that supports um my girls group called Girls Who Leave wanted to donate towards the project, so we gave them a week notice. And they came through and do- donated over 250 toys within the span of a week. And that, like, that was really incredible, right? Yeah. And the toys weren't, like, they weren't, like, just, like, any toys. They're, like, $30, $50 toys. They're, like, you know, they're, Bougie like, toys. quality toys that are, like, all new, right? Oh, nice. All new and, like, shipped from Amazon. Shipped from Amazon? Or, like, bought from Toys R Us. Just yeah. from Amazon. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. They did a lot. And like, how often do you guys like meet and stuff? So we meet like bi-weekly um, on Saturdays at Facebook Day. So like, like, why did they donate though? Did you just ask them? Yeah, we just asked them and they, they wanted to support project because originally they wanted to support our um, another project that they couldn't help as much so they just did um ported our toy drive instead did anyone else like donate like any like let's say like let's say other participants of the club um no we also applied for a grant from from nsg we also got like donation and money as well so we were kind of like solid with our toy drive how did you like attract people to the club did you just feel like Hey, yo, I'm making a club. Y'all should join. And, like, send it out and, like, like messenger or whatever. Just message people, right? Yeah, so I started off with, like, just people that I knew that graduated from Strath to start the foundation with people who understood kind of, like, the area and, like, grew up here, which provided, like, a purpose, I think. And then through that, like, you know, they have friends that also are, like, into volunteering and stuff like that. So just getting them, like, you know... I, I don't really care for the reason of some people just want volunteers. That's fine. Um, but like, you know, when they come in, they like understand like why helping in the community is actually important. Um, so that's kind of like how we kind of got people. And then like also like targeting younger people as well. Cause so the club can like sustain. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. You can teach them the ropes and they'll be, cause young people like they're the future as I've been told. <laughs> Yeah, they are. It's very hard to get, like, young people more engaged in, like, getting involved in the community because they also have other priorities. But I think, like, if we do get young people involved, they it will be, like, really worth it for them in, like, getting these leadership skills kind of earlier on. And, like, what young people? Do you mean, like, five-year-olds, two and a half, six months, like, 18 or something? I would say young people in, in like... Like we recently started a like a elementary program as well so it's like that transgenerational change so like we started off yeah like in December we launched a elementary program at Strath 
that's like similar to our interact club but like in a smaller scale so like even starting off like grade four as like that young and getting them involved in community yo 10 years old nine that's like yo that's cool like i'm like how do they how do they do they, they just like what's up they just pull up and then they do their thing eh? yeah so they just kind of recently started but like they did they just like did their elections and some of them did like speeches and stuff and like they're thinking of like community projects um we might be collaborating them like because we have some leftover toys so we might like you know teach them how to do a toy drive as well you know it's like we did a toy drive already now it's like teaching them how to do it hey yo (laughs) that's that's crazy so you're empowering like super young people like barely preaching into like creating their own events that's awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I think it's worth it if you just like take the time to kind of do that. I, I, I don't skip class on Tuesdays, oh, but man. I leave class to go and help these kids because I think it's worth my time in doing that. Cause like you will kind of like see like what, if they go into my interact club after elementary school, like how much the leadership skills they've learned already and how they can apply it. Cause like, you know, when I was younger, I didn't really get a lot of that that young of a leadership opportunity, like grade four. Like, I don't know what I was doing at grade four. You just hung out with other kids like, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I mean, that's cool. That's crazy. Like, that's like some... When, I, when you said young people, I thought you meant like 13, 12-year-olds, not 10-year-olds or even nine or something like that. I think like anyone can get involved. It's just like, giving them the opportunities to do it yo that's some crazy like knowledge yo but then it's like how did you like go up to like the strathcona like school for like the elementary school people um so we had like connections with mr sherrett ah, who was, like, <laughs> let's go big dog <laughs> he's a cool guy he's a cool guy he's a really cool guy yeah he's a cool guy um, so we kind of just started it and then some of the teachers supported it and then after like a month of like talking about like how we want to run it um, they just like launched in I think like early December and then they're gonna have their third meeting the second week back at January oh nice nice like how come you don't do things during like winter break or like just like school breaks I guess like it, it would it be possible to, like the like get them on like a zoom meeting or like or like just in person maybe if it wasn't COVID or whatever yeah I'm just wondering and like you guys what does like the the older people like the teenagers do you guys go in person or like for the little kids I think it's like for them it's like kind of a break but also like their program isn't as like not like as intense but not as like oh directly youth-led it's like guided kind of leadership and like learning about the basics of it um so they don't really need to meet like during the break um and also their school base um a lot of like the interact clubs normally and like early act programs go through the school but then my interact club is a little different it's like one of the first community interact clubs in vancouver so it's a little bit different in like how we run 
And I think like also giving them a break as well. Because we just did a massive toy drive. Uh, we did we did like first week back of winter break, um, but also giving them a little break so that they can like be recharged and focus on like bigger events that we have in the new year. That's good. That's good. Thought they were getting a break then. Because I wasn't even thinking like none of that stuff. I mean, we meet like bi-weekly, but like, you know, there's still a lot of like stuff that you have to do during like, you know, the the like two weeks in between that you have like a meeting. Oh, I see. You know, like, what are some future plans then for like the community? Um, we're working on like our sustainability program, like adopting a plant program, doing some fundraisers. Uh, we're trying to do Project Young Classy, which is like, um, I don't know if you went to that event back in like grade seven, like three years ago or something. Or four, five years, five years yo, ago, I would yo, say. Aren't you like in calculus or free cal or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in calculus. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Uh, I can't. It's 2022, but yeah, like five years ago, there was an event called Project Young Classy. So we're trying to like revitalize Project Young Classy, where it's like even bigger and it's better than previous years, and also like having Project Young Classy be continue a continuous program that happens that's awesome like i don't think you mentioned what project young classy is it's just like for grades six and sevens or just like for young people in general or just people in general like elementary school people isn't it like for like clothing right like dress shirts and dress pants yeah and those kind of things right uh yeah so people that don't have access during like the graduation period uh for grade seven graduates to have like attire for them because I remember when I was in grade seven I did not know what to wear or I could like not even afford it um so like having that access I guess um I know they only targeted like one elementary school but my interact club wants to like target like uh, a lot of different elementary schools in like mostly East Vancouver because they don't have access or they're like in need of these kind of clothes right and I remember it also being like open to the public as well after it was like a crazy event, um, but I think it's like really worth it in like an experience, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to lie. My mom and I got like 10 pairs of shorts. Yo. I'm not going to lie about that. We took like 10 <laughs> pairs of shoes, 10, 10 pairs of shorts, like some dress shirts. Yo, we just robbed them. I mean, took them and said thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't know. We'll see kind of what it happens. We have like we're starting to plan it in the new year. And yeah, we have some possible fundings and like donations are ready for it. We just need to like solidify a few details. And then, yeah, I think in like the month of May, we usually do some like mental health focus. Um, so that and we also do like stuff for our members internally nice. um, to learn about like culture, culture, as I talked about in the area. So, like, last year, we did, like, a Hogan's Alley tour um, and learning about that. So, I think, like, uh, we'll kind of explore a lot more of Chinatown and, like, other areas of the community and, like, learn more about it. All right. That's awesome. Um, I'm just wondering, like, what do you mean by culture? Do you mean, like, ethnic, like, different ethnicities, like, cultures? Like, or, like, the culture of, like, the neighborhood, like, like the culture that it gives off or like tries to put in you 
Yeah, so kind of like the history of the community and whether that's like the culture back then and how it kind of relates to today and like what youth can do about it today as like, oh, we're kind of like the ones that can like shape or voice out like what we want in the community. Like one of the big examples is like, you know, that new St. Paul's hospital that's going up. That's oh, going to yeah. affect the community, nice. community like greatly, right? Um, especially it's like right near where Hogan Valley used to be, right? And like, there's already like discussions about like the viaduct and stuff like that. Like those are important like topics that I think youth should know about. And like also like gentrification as like, bit like businesses coming over um and learning about that and how it affects chinatown as an area and also like what were the effects on japanese internment camps back then on near Oppenheimer? like you know a lot of people a lot of like youth or a lot of people within our community don't know that necessarily and also it really helps us stay connected with our community in knowing like the past and then um, being in the present and how we can shape the future is kind of like where I would aim it at. I see. And like, like by doing like all this stuff, right? Through volunteering, you just like, you want to have like more unity in like the community, really. That's like one of your goals, right? Yeah, I think it's just like creating something to be there that's really long lasting. Like, I think like a lot of like the things that like in the past we just kind of volunteered for like smaller things but I think I want something that is going to stay there and something that is going to like really impact the community and really help others generationally you want to like spread this like everywhere right especially like with like British Columbia for example because like you're now like the co-chief executive officer of the BC Youth Council so you try to spread this like everywhere in BC right well it's like the same concept in how like you can like change or impact youth um, and getting them started on talking about issues that matter to them. It allows for a different target audience and a different kind of impact within connecting other youth. I would say it's like on a larger scale with working with nonprofits uh, in the VC Youth Council and a lot of different kind of challenges that you're going to face. And also like there's no like that connection with like community because like for the Interact Club, I mostly focus on, like, what's happening in the community, whereas this one is, like, what are youth affected within the province? Like, a lot of the bigger issue topics. Oh, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Also, like, it's a different experience, too. Like, when working with nonprofits, like, I don't know if you've been involved with, like, nonprofits, but, like, they're they're very challenging to deal with. Um, and especially being youth-led, you have to gain, like, a different kind of knowledge of when you're, like, dealing with that. Like, how so? Like, they just don't treat you the same, eh? Compared to, like, adults or, like, I guess other companies, right? I would say, like, since it's, like, um, there's, like, a different process to it, people need to understand the difference between, like, youth-led organizations versus like an officially incorporated nonprofit, which has to do with like a lot of like paperwork that you have to file each year. And like, you're basically liable for a lot of different things. So it really like comes down to like, oh, whether being a nonprofit is like useful to you or not, or uh, whether it's like the direction a youth led organization 
um, wants to go. I think like that is kind of like the difference between youth-led organizations and nonprofits. I see. That's like really hard for me to understand, but that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot to take in. It is a lot to take in, but it's kind of like uh, the difference between just like starting out as like, for example, you want to start a platform about climate change that you are passionate about. You can't necessarily call yourself a nonprofit, yet you're doing like non-for-profit stuff. You could call yourself a youth-led organization, but you can't call yourself a nonprofit because you're not necessarily like incorporated. And also like understanding what it takes to become a nonprofit. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's cool. Like, I mean, I what, I might even like volunteer with you guys someday. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, fun fact: I was in the Strathcona Interact Club for like thirty minutes, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think like, I think even if you're like there for like thirty minutes, it's like it's still good to kind of like you don't have to be a member. You can just still volunteer. There's like other people that not necessarily are there to kind of like learn about like running an event but they're there to help the event and I think that's like really like you can decide kind of like how you want to be a part or how much engagement that you want to give but I think like just like still giving that like time to like support our event is like really you know really good. I enjoy volunteering for like my community it's pretty fun I mean I don't really like live there so I guess I don't live there it's not my community technically but i like it there yeah i don't know what is kind of like the meaning of like what does it mean to be like a part of a certain like community like you know what i mean like i also like identify with like the britannia community right because i go to school there and i used to work in the raycam kind of area right so like you know the whole downtown east side kind of grandview woodland is my community um and like running the BC Youth Council, right? That also gives a gauge on like the whole province as well. So like really identifying the meaning of community and whether it's like, is it just like geographically or is it like, oh, what what kind of connection you have with a certain area? I think it's more like a bit of both, but mostly connection. I mean, like I go to the Strathcona area and I guess, I guess volunteer my time there. But I live like nowhere near there. I live way further away from there than like where I used to. Yeah, so it's kind of like I don't know. It's it's just a name. That's what I say to people. It's just a name. Um, it's about like, more of like what we do, and yeah, I can see why it's like confusing to people. But I don't know. Just like keeping it like that. Will, yeah, we already have like our hoodies and stuff, and like shirts and like stickers. Um, I got merchandise. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're gonna we're gonna give you a sticker. After. A sticker. <laughs> hey, are you sure? If if you ever give me a sticker, go for it. We have a ton of stickers. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Stickers are cool. You know, like it, like kind of just says that like you're officially a member or like you're officially a volunteer. But even volunteers at our events get shirts because um, we have a lot of them and yeah it just says like you're a part of something right when you're you, you're like branded even though I don't like being branded but like you know some people it's just like flex you know yeah 
I mean, I think branded could be a bit a good thing or like a bad thing, but I think it's a good idea just to like people will know like who you are kind of thing. Yeah. And plus, it just looks cool. <laughs> it's part of like the like expansion part and making it like official. Like we recently bought a website, so we're I got a website. We like bought. A, <laughs> we bought. We're building our website now with like our domain, so it's gonna be like strathburnetinteractclub.org is what we're planning to have it as jeez yo that's that's hype that's hype that's really cool that's hard too so it's like it's just volunteers right are just building the website well we use it on like a hosting platform so it's just like it it shouldn't be too hard to build the website okay because i was thinking y'all were like in a code like 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 you know what i mean no, we don't have time for that. But yeah, websites take a lot of money. So it took like at least a good year of like setting good, like consistent, like flow of funds so that we're able to pay for our website on top of that as well. It's awesome. I think that wraps up our podcast for today. Hey, yo, special guest for Eva Young on the on this podcast. Uh, I mean, go check her out on her Instagram, eva.young. And make sure you go check out Shop Corner Interact Club on Instagram as well. Would you like to say anything, Eva? <laughs> Thanks for having me. And yeah, let me know if you have any questions about like volunteering or just community in general. Awesome. Hey, yo, make sure if you're interested, if you're in the area, like go message them about it. Like DM their Instagram or something. All right. Peace.